let's uh, let's get rolling here. Good to see everybody here. If you're watching online, we're grateful that you've chosen to come be our uh, come join us. Uh, this is Central Church of Christ in Victoria, Texas. My name is Dan Spade. I'm one of the elders here. And uh, I think we had some uh, some hiccups last week with our with our stuff that went out our live stream. So hopefully we got it ironed out this week. We think it was the the server. We think uh, messing with the equipment. So that happens sometimes. So it was uh, whatever was going out wasn't recorded, and all kind all kinds of stuff was happening. So anyway, hope everything's fixed today. Uh, not hey, we're here, we're here anyway, huh? Uh, we're going to be in Second Timothy chapter four. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, we're going to look some more at false teachers and that kind of thing. So we'll be a, uh, we'll be getting there here in a minute. A couple of things. Uh, don't forget about the the uh, the funeral for uh, for Julie's mother next Friday at Grace. Uh, she's doing better. Uh, Julie is. Right. When it came out, there. Wait a minute. That is all right. Her mom. Her mom. Doing better too, but but Julie's doing better. She's not using a cane anymore. She's out of her wheelchair, and so her, her everything's everything's doing better. So anyway, uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, you know, we were gonna razz somebody, but he's not here. So if I stop in the middle and start razzing, well, y'all know what that is. You know, when was his birthday? Yesterday. Yesterday, and now he's down in the dumps that he's old. He's, he's always been old. He's Long out of memory, he's been old. But it's just one more year and I'm 80. Stop thinking about a year from now. Talking about old guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, good to see everybody here. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's pray and we'll get started. Okay. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the opportunity we have to be here together. I thank you for this family. I thank you for the for the for the passion that they have. I thank you for this class, and I pray, Father, that you help us as we navigate through the text. Help us to see the things we need to see, and help us to have the courage to change the things that we need to change in our own lives. Father, we've asked your blessings upon us as we worship this morning, uh, as we as we send up our honor and glory to you, that you will see it with favor, and you will you will sense it as a sweet aroma from us, Father, and we thank you for the opportunity. Father, bless our families. Uh, bless all of us here that, that you uh, strengthen us and encourage us. We pray you protect us from, the, from the, the powers of the evil one, and we pray, Father, that you give us insight and give us, give us clarity of thought as we move forward, striving, Father, to teach uh, your saving message to a lost and dying world. Father, help us to never lose sight of what our mission is. Our mission is to seek and save the lost. And help us to do that with everything that we do and everything that we're about, that that is our goal and our mission every single day. Father, bless us, encourage us as we study, and, uh, and thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We've been talking about false teachers. Well, I'm going to let everybody get inside first. We've been talking about false teachers. And, uh, and Paul has dealt with this for two letters now. And he's been dealing with, with false teachers. We looked at it last week. And we're going to look at it a little bit again, but I want you to put, this text is going to be about, you know, where are you at? Where where are we at here? And I want you to really, really think about this. Where where am I at when it comes to what people are teaching me and what people are, what people are, are, are preaching to me? And what am I listening to and what am I allowing? And what am I looking for to be in my life that I, that I want to listen to? 
So, you know, the 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 false teachers that we looked at about last week, uh, they uh, these folks promote inaccurate doctrine. They take scripture out of context. They uh, they deny the godliness that comes from God and uh, showing their denial by their by their actions. And this is stuff that's come directly from this letter that he's told to Timothy. Here he's going to say, tell, he's going to give Timi, Timothy his last charge. Here's the charge to Timothy. And I think, and I, I think really when you look at this, I'm, I want, I'll, I'll put a note down here. Uh, make sure you pay, pay attention. Because whether you preach or not, okay, I know this is to a young preacher. Every single one of us has been charged with the same mission. If you're a part of the church, your job is to go out and teach the Word. Now, you may not have it eloquently where you can do that, but maybe you do that by, by how, you, how you walk, how you treat people, the things you do. Make sure that you understand that this could be a charge to you just as well as it is to Timothy or me or Cole or anybody else. Okay? We have a responsibility here. When you look at a text like this, what is he saying to me? Is he saying anything to me? And I and I and I want you to, uh, uh, you know, I want I want you to think about as we read these first two verses. Think about the standard that you're going to hold that, that that for your preacher or teacher for this charge that's given to, to Timothy. What standard are you using for the people that are talking to you and teaching you? All right, and we're I'm going to ask you that question here in a little bit. All right, listen to what he says. We're gonna I'm going to read. I'm going to read the first five verses, and then we're going to go back and talk about it. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth, and turn aside to miss. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Okay? Now, the first thing that he need, told Timothy, and I think you need to understand as well, and I need to as well, the audience you're, that you're in front of is God and his son. You understand what that means? At some point, at some point, no matter who you are, we're going to have to stand before God and give account of what he's given to us and what we've done with what he's given to us. The abilities, the talents, whatever. Here for Timothy, you know, remember who your audience is. Your audience is God and Jesus Christ. Okay, that's who your audience is. Timothy cannot forget that because no matter what happens, you know, and, and uh, there, there's a, there are times when... Uh, I don't know how to say this. I'll get it out there. Uh, sometimes it can be very difficult, okay, to do what what Cole, me, others of us do. It can be very difficult. People can make it very difficult. Uh, I I saw that young man do a funeral the other day, and funerals are hard anyway, but some of them are extremely hard. They're difficult. And I listened to him knock it out of the park. I told him, that's why you did it, and I did it, because of what you were able to do. It was amazing to watch. But I also know how difficult that one was to do, because I was involved in it. 
And I know how much how much effort it took to do what he was going to have to do and what he was going to have to say in spite of what might happen. It was unbelievable. You know, as these two were here. As, man, I mean, knocked it out of the park. Nobody, I think, could have done it better than he did it. And that took a lot of guts to say some of the things he had to say. Whew, I wish I could tell you more, but, it, you know, that's enough. You know, and when I when I wrote the question, the question was, what would your standard be for your preacher or teachers for this charge given to Timothy? What would your standard be? I'm going to tell you something. We are very, 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 very fortunate to have the young man we have here today. We are extremely fortunate because I know what it, what he does, and I know how much how much effort he puts into what he does. You know, I mean, we're we're constantly having to try to pull him back, make him stop doing some stuff. Because because he wants to do too much, but here he tells he said, Timothy, don't forget, your audience is God and the Son. You're gonna to have to answer for this. And then he says the first thing he said he said preach the word. What does that mean to you? Preach the word. What does it mean? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Preach. How important how important is it to you? That when when you when you talk to someone or someone's talking to you that they tell you the truth how important is that in a marriage relationship how important is it that your mate tells you the truth may not be what you want to hear but how do I look in this in this does this make me look fat? Huh? does this make me look fat? here he is the man of the hour it's just another one. No, 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 no. That's not that's not what your wife has told us. No, just don't even try. Your wife has told us that you're moping around. I'm old. I told her I said that dude was old when I met him. He was already old. And I said he was born old. He was born old. No respect. No. See, that's why you need to show up on time, man. You can break some of this. <laughs> For those of you who are watching, you know, Jim Schumann is uh, is uh, is our guy that, that takes care of the building. He does a marvelous job. Works hard. He's up here all the time. You know, if something happens up here, I know I can call Jim. He lives out of town. He'd be here in 15 minutes to come help take care of stuff. You know, when we freeze, things are freezing around here. He's up here trying to make sure everything. I think I think to the detriment sometimes of his own home. You know, he's doing that stuff. So. You know, and I've known him. I've known him. I've known him as long as he's been a Christian. You know, we we had the same mentor, really, the same guy that taught us and, and baptized. I think Dwayne baptized you too, didn't he? You know, so you know it was. Uh, you know, so we 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 come a long ways together. So it's uh, it's fun to be able to uh, to do this stuff with him. So if you're watching, we do have a good time. You know, it is like a family. It really is. So anyway, let's get back to this. Preach the word. We said, preach the truth. How important is it for you that someone who stands in the pulpit or someone who stands behind this podium or someone who, who is talking to you teaches you the truth? Yeah. What, crickets? Yeah. It's essential. Very important. Huh? It's essential. It's essential. Important. Why? It's eternally important. Yeah, internally important. And that's why we're here instead of somewhere else. Okay. What do you explain? We know, we know the truth is going to be taught. Okay. And that's not the case everywhere. 
Okay. Did y'all hear what she said? Yeah. No. She said, well, that's why we're here, because we know the truth is going to be taught here, and that's not the case everywhere else. You know? Okay? I don't know everywhere else. I only know here. I only know me. I only know Cole. I, I mean, I spend time with these guys, and so I know, you know, that, you know, I know that we're teaching the truth. Sometimes it, it does. People accuse us of not doing that, but that's not true, because I know that's not true, because we study the book. We study it together, and we study it in detail, trying to figure out what does it say. And so when you says preach the word, the responsibility, let's say it, that you're not a preacher. Okay, let's just say you're just an average person walking around. You know, do you still have a responsibility here? Do you still have that responsibility? You know, you've got little kids. Do you have a responsibility to teach them the truth? You know, they may not hear it everywhere. They may not hear it at school. I can tell you they're not going to hear it at school in, in many instances. So you have a responsibility to teach them the truth. How are you going to do that if you don't know what it is? So you depend on the people telling, teaching you to teach you the truth so you know what to teach them so you know the truth, right? And sometimes people sit in my class and they, or they, they sit in an auditorium over there and they're going, I don't know if this is really true or not. I've been there. I listen to Rudy Ray and I'm going, no, there ain't no way. That can't be true. I, you know, but I'm, let's let's wait and see how this folds out, how this plan works out. But, you know, he says preach the word. Preach the truth. Yeah, okay. Well, part of that, you look around, at most of us, we all have our Bibles open. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not just because we're following along. It's because we're, we're looking at, we're making sure that we're double-checking. Yeah, good. You know, good. like, oh, is he saying what's in here? <laughs> or is he going off into left field and saying things that aren't there? Mm hmm you know, and then you might say, well, that seems a little, you know, I've, why would you need to do that? I've had people tell we're me that I've gone out and left field. We're told to do that. I've, I've had people tell me that I've gone off and left field before, you know, so, you know. But, you know, I, 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 I was always stood adamant when I went to the jail. I said, guys, don't believe what I'm telling you because I told you. Believe what you can find out for yourself. Study it for yourself. It won't be important to you unless it becomes your own. And so I tell you the same thing. Don't believe it because I told you. What did it say? It said preach the word. That's a, that's a charge to this guy. So anybody that's going to teach you, anybody that, that stands in front of you, you need to hold them to a standard. I want you to teach me the word. I want you to preach the word. I want you to preach this or that or that or whatever. I want you to preach the word. That should be important to you. You know, remember, it says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that these people, they, these people did not survive. They did, were not saved because they did not have a love for the truth. So as to be saved, you have to have a love for the truth. You have to have a desire that I'm going to listen to what the truth is. I'm going to listen to what it says, and I'm going to apply it to my life because that's the only thing that's going to save me. It's the truth, not not some fairy tale, not some fantasy land stuff. I'm gonna I want to know what the truth is. Yes, sir. Yeah, the truth will set you free. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he tells us. The truth will set you free. And a lot so, of people, you know, they uh, they lie. You, know, <laughs> that, uh, you can't believe them. Because they say, I'm going to do this and do that, and then they don't wind up doing okay. that. So, okay. They're lying. Okay. So, you know, but I got a lot of families that, that uh, they, they need to get to the truth, you know, so they can come back. Yeah. That's you, hard to you, do you when you... You do it by lying. It's like me, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't serve here, serve God, if I'm going to be lying. Okay. Because I know the truth is what? That's God. It's, it's hard to... It's hard to get to the truth when you believe the lie. Because the truth don't seem like the truth anymore. It seems like the lie. And the lie that you believe seems like the truth. 
That's why it's so important for people in, in charge to preach the word. Don't get off track. Don't preach your opinion. Not about your opinion. You know, this young man right back there, very quickly within the next six months, he is going to have some place to go where he's going to have to preach the word. You know, my charge is going to be to him, just like Timothy. And Cole's charge is going to be to him. Preach the word. Don't preach your opinion. Preach the word. They don't want to hear about you. They want to hear what God has to say. So preach the word. If you do that and, and figure it out, you're going, to, you're going to do well. If you just preach the truth. Because we got, we've got it set up for them to go to places where they're going to demand you teach the truth. Fortran and Vanderbilt are not going to not pulling punches with you. Let me tell you. They have called me to the carpet a couple of times at Fortran, you know, when they thought I wasn't teaching the truth. So, you know, it's a, it's, when he says preach the, preach the word, he said be prepared in season and out of season. All right? Be prepared. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. You deal with people, things are going to come up. Be prepared. He says, he says uh, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. How many of you, probably not many, have had to deal with Cole one-on-one? -on -one? Have not had to deal with him one-on-one? -on -one? Okay. Sure. How about in a counseling situation? How, how did that, how, you know, I, how did that work? How, how did it work? Were you comfortable? Was he, was he, was he, uh, was he understanding? Okay. He wanted to, I was new and he wanted to know things about me. Okay. All right. Which I told him truthfully. <laughs> okay. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've sat with him in counseling situations. I've sat with him with, in talking to couples and singles and, and, uh, and I was amazed at the, at the, uh, uh not the experience because he doesn't have the experience I have when it comes to relationship, that kind of stuff. But the but the 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 willingness to to recognize what he doesn't know, and willingness to listen to somebody that does. That's a that's a that's pretty that's pretty good that's a pretty good thing to do. You know, it's pretty good when you when you realize what your limitations are. And Timothy here, remember, he's a young preacher. He's young. You know, he may be in his early thirties, maybe maybe late twenties, somewhere like that, as far as we can tell. And he has a he has a responsibility here now to lead the church at Ephesus, not a, not the best place to be, not the most congenial, not the most most welcoming place to be. They've already tried to kill Paul. They've already run him out. So here's this young preacher trying to hold the church together in Ephesus, and he tells him, he says, "You be prepared for anything that's going to come. Things are going to happen. You better be prepared for them." And he said, he says, "You you be ready to correct, rebuke, and encourage with patience." And careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Okay? Now, I want you to... <clears throat> Here's where I want you to put yourself in the tank. Alright? Listen to what it says. There are going to be times when... He said right here, he said, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers... To say what their itching ears want to hear. This is a this is a uh, this is an overwhelming part of society anymore. Okay, I want to give you some examples. Uh, if you pile around you teachers, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. You're in the steps. Let me give you an example. 
if you're a woman in this in this in, in society today, and you believe that women's role ought to be expanded in the church, they ought to be given the right to do other things, be do more out front things, if that's what you believe, and you go to a church that says, no, that's not what it says biblically, and you're looking to tickle, have your ears tickled, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to put teachers around you. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. And if you want to do that today, you can find a bunch of them that will tell you exactly what you want to hear. And if that's what you put, or you, you know, let's say that you are in a, in a, in a moral, moral dilemma, okay, as an individual. And you believe that God wants you to experience the love of people and the love of God, and he doesn't care how you get that done. So if you love, if you're a male and you love another guy, then he's okay with that. He believes that's all right. Or if you're a female and you love another female, that's okay. If you have, want to have an intimate relationship, that's all right. You feel that way. And God says, it's okay because I want you to be happy. I want you to be, I want you to have, find love in your life because I'm a God of love. And you go somewhere and somebody, a teacher tells you, no, 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 no. Book says here, 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 and here. That's not appropriate. And you still don't believe it because you don't want to hear the truth. What are you going to do? Find somebody that will tell you what you want to hear, right? And there are places all over the place. There are places in this town right now. If you want, if you want any of those scenarios, you can find a church in this town that is teaching those very things. You can go find it if that's what you want. So that, then you say, okay, well, then that means I can plug myself into this text, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to put people around me that's going to tickle my ear tell me what I want to hear. Is that where you're at? Is it? Are you willing to, to hear the truth no matter what? I mean, we, we, uh, we, had, we did uh, some stuff in the Old Testament, and, and, and abortion came up in a text, and we covered it. For two or three weeks, we were on it, man. Homosexuality came up. We were on it. Two or three weeks, we were on it. If you didn't listen to them, when we were in the book of Leviticus, man, we dealt with it a bunch. We got some pushback. We got some We got some pushback. Not much, but but there was a, a, a couple of people that, that that reached out, or I don't remember exactly how it went, but weren't happy with what we were teaching. You know what our thing was? I don't care what you think. I'm really, I'm, I'm sorry that's how you feel, but we're charged to do what? Preach the truth. Preach the truth. Now, if you believe that it's okay to, uh, to, let me put it this way. If you believe that your, your body as a woman is your responsibility and you're charged and you can do whatever you want in your body, fine. Okay? But if I can prove to you biblically that that's not true, that you don't have that right, and you still believe it because you're pregnant with with not a husband or whatever, and you you need to end this and get move on with your life. Guess what you're going to do? Find somebody that will tell you what you want to hear, and they're out there. You can find them. So when you look at this text and say, "Okay, well, I really God believe God wants me to be wealthy. I believe He wants me to. I'm, I think." He really wants me to have enough money so I can be content. Okay? Maybe he does. Maybe he does. But he also wants you to give with a cheerful heart. And you decide, 
No, not so much. I think God really wants me to be wealthy, and I can't give this much on Sunday or this much during the month because then I really won't be, I won't have opportunity to be that wealthy. So, so God, okay with that. No. What if you find out that's not true? Go find some place that they'll tell you that's exactly okay. And if that's what you choose to do, then you can lump yourself in that text that you're going to look at. You're going to look at someone's going to teach you not sound doctrine, but it's going to tickle your ears and tell you what you want to hear. Okay. So when I tell you, put yourself in the text and ask yourself, is this who I am? Is this who I am? You know, I came from I came from the denominational world. Okay. So did Jim. All right. So did Chris Pusco. He came from the from the you know Gary Underwood. We all came from the denominational world. All from the same place, and uh, and there was a period of time when I questioned the things that I was being taught here because it was so different than what I'd learned, so different, so dramatically different from what I learned, and there was a dilemma. I had to make a choice, you know, and as the and I decided I'm going to study more so I can make a a, a, a right choice. So I'm going to study more, and the more I studied, the more I found that the truth was winning out. The truth was not what I've been taught, but the truth was different, and I wanted to know the truth. So I didn't I didn't go. The one time I went to back and, and heard someone of that denomination preach, I'm going, wait a minute. That's not true. And that was the moment that I knew. That was a moment. And, and what came next was, how am I smarter than that guy? Because I knew the truth. And what he was telling him wasn't the truth. So when you look at a text like this and you say, okay, what is he saying here? I want you to look at a text. Look at First uh, Peter and Second Peter chapter 2. Second <laughs> Peter chapter 2. I've got a couple of texts we're going to look at. I want to look at this one and then one in 2 Corinthians. Look at chapter 2 and verse 1. That's what it says. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought, who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Is that what's happening today? Yes. Bring the truth into disrepute. All right, I want to take you another look at Jeremiah chapter 5. Yeah, Jeremiah chapter 5. Jeremiah chapter 5. Now, Jeremiah is a prophet, okay? And Jeremiah is writing around the time of Josiah. Y'all know who that is? It's a divided kingdom. Josiah is a king, becomes king of the southern kingdom of Judah and Benjamin. He's eight years old when he becomes king. At about 20 or so, they find the books of the law. They're, they're in the dilapidated ruins of the temple, and they're starting to clean the temple up, and they find them. Okay? They find the, the, they find the books of the law, and he starts reading them. Okay? Jeremiah is prophesying about that time frame, about 625 to 5-something. To it's about the time frame that he's... Before Christ. So this is 600 years before Christ. Listen to what he said. Verse 30. 
A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy lies. The priests rule by their own authority, and my people love it this way. But what will you? But what will you do in the end? Now this is Jeremiah talking, and I don't know if he's asking them what they're going to do or what do you, God, what are you going to do in the end? Now I want you to turn to Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter four. Second Corinthians chapter four. This one is this, starting in verse four. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse four. The God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is, is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Okay? What? Now, Jeremiah prophesied 600 or so years before Christ comes on the scene and says it's happening in our land. And the people love it this way. You know what you find today? The people love it this way. Why? Why do the why do the people love it this way? There are churches out there. They love it that way. They love they love the the whole atmosphere of it. You know they love the the idea of man. Look at look at who I'm who I'm following. I'm following this name preacher. I'm following this name preacher. I'm following this name woman or this name woman. Man, I follow everything that they say because they are so wonderful. And when you dig into what they're saying, when you dig into the truth of what they're saying, you go, oh my gosh. If I can't trust this, then how can I trust the rest of it? If they're lying about this, they're lying about their relationship to God or their or their stance in the church, whatever, whatever it is, then how can I believe this? And you know what's happening? We're believing it. People in the world sadly are believing it. We have people in this in this building this morning are going to have are believing things that are not true because they're following people who are not teaching the truth. So tell me. What do I do? What does Cole do? What does Dan do? What does James do? What do we do? Tell me what we do. If you, if, huh? Preach the word. What do you do? Preach the word. Be ready no matter when to preach the word. Second, I think, first Peter, second Peter, chapter three, we're not going to turn over there, but it says, always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have. Always be prepared. Are you prepared all the time? And what is it going to take for you to be prepared? What is it going to take for you to be always be prepared in season, out of season, whenever, to encourage with 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 kindness and encouragement, with with passion, passion, and what's it going to take? A lot of training in the word. A lot of training in the word. So now I ask you. Don't want to raise your hand. How many of you are doing the reading we're doing during the week? I don't want you to raise your hand. If you can't raise your hand, shame on you. Shame on you, because that means that means that you're you're susceptible to this happening to you if you don't know what the truth is. I'm just telling you. Say, well, I don't have time. Really, I got kids on. Really, and well, I just never I never was really good at doing that kind of thing. Really. So you're so the danger of. Being lied to 
and being twisted into a, into believing a lie is okay with you? Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. I think sometimes for for some people it's easier for you to believe the lie because you don't have to put as much work into it. You know, like that's true. I mean, like, I know I'm laughing, but you're you're right. You know, like if you you I watch commercials on TV. Sometimes I laugh at them, and I could you know you see a commercial. And you too can have your your whites be more sparkling white if you just you know use this. I've used that. They didn't come out sparkling white. No. <laughs> I mean, they might been have been a little better. Like, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, like I commercials do. on people going to out to drink with their friends. Mm -hmm. And you see them drinking, and they're having a good time, and everybody's being friendly. But then you don't see the after effects, like some yeah. young man goes out and he spends his whole paycheck. I want to. I want I came from the world, and it took me a while to figure out that life could be good or better after that. That took a while. Because I've been indoctrinated, I've been brainwashed with the idea that this is the only way you survive, this is the only way you have friends, it's the only way you can have fun, it's the only way that you're going to get ahead in the world, because if you're not like them, you're never going to get ahead. I own my own business, you know, pay for my family to do the things they needed to do, and raise three sons that have, that are faithful. I didn't have the things that I didn't, I didn't experience. No, I didn't bow down at the altar of the things that they were saying for me that I needed to be successful. I found out that I could have a good time. I could be a, I could be a quality individual and I could be successful by doing it this way. And now I would have hope that I didn't have before. So, you know, well, you were going to say something while ago, David. I'm sorry, I got on a tangent here. Okay. Yep. Do you think it's uh, healthy to look backwards? I mean, you do a lot, and I do. you think that's healthy for a Christian to look backwards and not forwards? I, I tell you when it's not healthy is when you long for it. When I long for that lifestyle, I don't long for that lifestyle. I, I, want, I want people to know that you can come from that. That, you know, what you see now is not what I was. I was not this. You know, Charlie, you and I have talked about this. Not what you see is not what you know. That's not what Charlie was. And, and, not what he was. Yep. And Go also, ahead. and also, I don't think you should because Christ did wash His blood, washed that away. Yeah. So you can live in guilt, mm -hmm. but that's not that's not God. That's not healthy either. That's no. not God. No, that's not healthy either. You know, no. I mean, when 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 you when you were cleansed, mm -hmm. it's a starting over. Mm -hmm. What's behind you is God. yeah. You know, you what, know what I'm what I'm what I'm so passionate about is that I want people to know that you can't crawl out of that hole. Yes. I'm the living proof that you can crawl out of that hole. David, you're living proof you can crawl out of that hole. I don't have to, I didn't have to stay in that hole. And we got people that are gonna be in this place today that are that are still in that hole. And they're and they're scrambling can't see the top, some of them, because they've been lied to. They believe they're out of the hole. But really when you get down to it, they're instantly still in the hole. They're down in the hole, can't see the light because because the, the lies have blinded them. That wasn't that what it said? This, the God of this world blinds them so they can't see the truth. Is that what it says? Somebody else had their hand up. Aaron first, and then I'll get to you, Sarah. 
Yeah, I'm a firm believer if you don't learn from the past, you, you have a chance to repeat it. So, I mean, like, looking back, but only in, like, from what you learn from it, not if, like, you know. Experience. Yeah, experience. I mean, like, without experience, I mean, it's like with uh, happiness. You know, you have to have some sadness to really enjoy the happiness. You know, so, you know, having that past lets you really enjoy your future. Yeah. And, and your present, you know. And, and part of the thing with Cole and me, or, or many, any of us, you know, I have to recognize that when I'm when I'm doing this, I'm really not talking to you guys that are that have got your got you all your ducks in a row. You got your ducks in a row, okay? You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull Larry Winters out of a hole. You know, that he's already he's already pulled out of the hole a long time ago. You know, you know that. But but there may be someone in the class that's in, that 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 I may know about that's still in that hole. And I, that's the one I'm focusing on. I'm trying to get that person out and out and get them in. And Cole and I have talked about this. You know, our, our preaching and teaching, and, and I think any of the things that we do here is, is our, our responsibility is to, is to pay attention, you know, to everyone, but to especially know that I'm going to teach the truth because God may find someone that needs to hear what we have to say. And we have that responsibility as a church. We've been called... To go into all the world and preach the gospel, have we not? There was that, that's all of us. That's not just two of us, three of us, four or five of us. That's all of us, right? Do you have that responsibility? Yes. Do you believe you have the responsibility to go into all the world and teach the truth? Yes. And and some of the opportunities you may have, I won't be able to get to be involved with them. I may have opportunities that you won't be able to get involved in. You know, but if but if if we're gonna work as a team, that may happen as well. Yes, ma'am, go ahead, Sarah. Translation addresses people's reluctance to speech. Mm -hmm. Proclaim the message. Press call on all occasions, convenient or inconvenient. Yeah. Sometimes you can walk into a room with someone, not in a preaching situation, but maybe in a counseling situation. You walk into a room and you know that it's going to be a war. You know it's going to be a war. You know what's going on. You know parts of parts of it before, you know, and you know that the that the war is fixed to start as soon as you walk in the room, and 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 it happens. And he said, "Be prepared. Always be ready." And I told Cole we did a podcast the other day, and, and we came to a text in Numbers, and it's Numbers 15 is where we were at, and he pulled some stuff out of there. I'm going, really? What? And I'm going, I've been at this for 45 years. You've been at it for five. How in the world do you know this and I don't? I mean, he wasn't teaching on truth. It was, it was so deep. I'm going, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, really? Where'd this come from? And, and it's, it's amazing to me that God has blessed people with a talent sometimes. You know, I, I'm amazed. You know, man, I don't want to be in there. I don't want to be in there. I don't want to be getting food ready for y'all. Now, is it important? Absolutely. It's important. Huh? No, you don't want me to. No. We might eat about 3 o'clock. You know? No. But every one of our talents, if we focus them right and, and get away from the lies that people are telling and just look at the truth and say, okay, what's true is I am important. I'm important no matter what my job is. And I need to remember that I'm not going to put teachers around me that are going to teach me stuff that's garbage. Because if they'll teach me garbage in one place, they'll teach me garbage somewhere else. And I'm just not going to go there. I'm just not going to do it. 
I'm not going to listen to them. Now, I listen to some of them now because I need to know what you're listening to. And so I listen to them so I know what to say and how to combat what you're listening to. And and I and I can start rattling off names, and I'm not going to do that. But uh, but there's some names that you would know if I told you. Stay away. Run. Run as fast as you can from these people. Run from them. They are not healthy. They are not teaching truth. Stay away from them. And if I said these names, you'd know them right off. You'd know who they are. You'd heard them. Yes, ma'am. And pray for discernment. Yes. Because I've listened to preachers mm -hmm. within the church yeah. that taught the truth, mm -hmm. but they didn't live it. And so you've yep. got to have discernment to know the yeah. difference. And, and what he's telling this young preacher here is, is you got to be ready in season, out of season. you got to be willing to correct, rebuke, train in righteousness. Train them with, with a compassion and empathy. Encourage them. It's really difficult to do all of those things as a whole if you're not if you're not walking a line of right. And then don't be afraid to put people in your life that are going to hold your feet to the fire. Okay? They're going to hold you accountable and say, you shouldn't be doing that. Cole, Cole will come to me and say something. I said, nah, man, nah, nah, we ain't doing that. How come? I said, because this is not, and I'll tell him why. He said, okay, I know, that's why I called you. But he recognizes where his limitations are, and he recognizes that I'm not the end-all, be-all, to say-all, to do everything, that it's all not all about me. Put teachers around you, put preachers around you that are going to teach you the truth, but you've got to know the truth to know who those are. If you don't know the truth, and if you're not reading, if you're not studying your word, don't read our, our, our thing we're doing. Just read for yourself. If you're not reading and not studying, shame on you. You expect to get what you're going to get. Because the God of this world is gonna is gonna is gonna it's gonna darken your eyes and he's gonna blind you. I promise. Thank you guys. Let's pick it up next week.